The recording has started. That's your cue, Joe. You can count me down. Okay. And five, four, three. Two, one. Come on. <laughs> Every time Nelson counts down, I think of Wayne's World. Camera one, camera two. Camera one, camera two. In five, four, three, two, one. Monday, Monday, Monday. It's pixelated live at the arena on the internet where there's no real arenas, but you can still come and witness the carnage as Nelson gets beat down by Joe Peacock once again. You can buy the whole seat, but you will only need the edge. I like it. .com. <laughs> Someone buy that domain name now. Do it. Do it. That's the that's my new book's name, actually. Oh, man. Oh, man. How many characters is that? Uh, there are only two, me and you. <laughs> oh, I meant the domain name. But anyways, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. This is episode 33. Woot woot. Yep. I thought it was 32. Oh, crap. Did I mess up already? Someone Last decide. week was 31. No, it was 32. Don't. Oh. No. I'm just asking. You don't have to freak out. I am freaking out. Because I'm going to have to intro myself again. No, just keep going with it, man. Just, just keep. Are, are you, you sure? You got it. It's under control. Okay, it's under control. The show is Damn not it, lost. It's 32. Welcome to episode 32. And as always, I am Nelson and I am wrong. So <laughs> Yeah. Wow, dude. I think you found the secret to keeping me under control. You've been doing it all night. You you insult yourself first, so I can't. Yeah, you know, just to get it out of the way already. I'm your host, Nelson. And this is Pixelated Podcast, and what we talk about is all things geeky in the geek culture. It could be video games, tech news, internet humor, just anything that, you know, we geeks like to talk about. And Yeah, don't really expect that. It's not going to happen. It's a promise that's broken every single week. I'll try to keep my promise this week with my... Because, because Nelson finally watched Fight Club. <laughs> Congratulations. Is that, is that really wow. a geek movie? Is that a geek movie? It's a man, it's a man movie. movie. Yeah, so I'm not breaking any promises. No, I think, honestly, I think it's right up there with House, where it's not really a geek show, but geeks have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a requirement. I don't watch House. House is good. Fuck off, Nelson. You need to watch House. I need to watch so many things. Anyways, my co-hosts today are uh, Jessica, Andrew, Megan, and Joe. Hello, hello. And uh, Raul and James cannot make it today because one is sick and one's in traffic. So there you go. But it's up to you to decide which one's which. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. Ooh, those are fun. <laughs> if you think James is stuck in traffic, turn to page 26. <laughs> All right. So what we usually do is kind of introduce ourselves and also talk about what we have done over the weekend <laughs> or the week. Uh, we'll start with... Our new new girl co-host, Megan, all the way from the East Coast. Hello, hello, Pixelated Podcast. 
viewers and listeners. Um, my weekend was pretty awesome. Um, I actually got a date set for my wedding. So that's what I'm Yay! working on, really. Congratulations. Cool. Yay, I'm really old. Um, but other start. than that, I mean, just working. So you're getting married. That's awesome. How did he propose? Sitting on the couch watching I Love Lucy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? <laughs> really? Are you marrying Nelson? Is, is I Love Lucy one of your favorite shows, at least? No. It better not I mean, be. Yeah. Like, you know, she's pretty hilarious. I mean, the favorite one of mine would probably have to be the Vita Vita Vitamin little spiel. Vita Vita Vitamin. Vita Vitamin. It gets you drunk. So were you, so were you watching that episode and then he proposed? Like, how did it happen? I wish. No, it was like we took a long trip up here to North Carolina, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and we had gone to the outlet, and I kind of figured he bought a ring, but at the same time, I was like, maybe not. And then, yeah. Well, okay. So, you just so you were question on, it all of a sudden. You were at least yeah. on vacation, right? Yeah. I'd call it a weekend because we were actually planning on moving here. So we were kind of making the move, the transition to find an apartment and all that stuff. So that was like the big moment for him that he okay, thought that it would be. started at zero. It's gone up to about a one now because you're eight on the truck. <laughs> what did you do, Joe? Huh? Yeah, I'm what wondering the same thing. Joe wrote a book. That's what he did. <laughs> I, I told my wife to shut up and marry me. <laughs> I can imagine that. Did you shake actually, her? No. What's really, no, she, she just went to bed. Um, she actually proposed to me, if you if you want to count who asked first. Um, we were at a, a sushi restaurant. Andrea cannot eat anything hot, like ever, period. Black pepper makes her gag. It's, it's that sensitive. So I told her while we were eating with my parents, and we were at the hibachi, and we were eating some sushi, and I said, mm. if you eat that whole dollop of wasabi, I'll go buy you a ring tomorrow. And I, I just never in a million years thought she would do it. She took the whole dollop, considered it for a second, stuck the whole thing in her mouth, wow. swallowed it, puked it back up on the grill <laughs> on our dinner that we were sharing with another eight people Hibachi. <laughs> um, just ruined the whole damn thing. It was hilarious. <laughs> and so what she didn't know is that I had already like started the process. I actually designed her ring from scratch with the You're so mean, Joe. But no, like, it was funny because I didn't expect her to do that. So <laughs> that wasn't the... The quote-unquote proposal is her taking that initiative, and then a couple weeks later, when I, I got the ring, I we, we were on our way to Europe. She knew I was going to propose in Europe, so I circumvented that, and right before we got on the plane, I manufactured an argument that was just retarded about, like, Y2K or something. I don't even remember. It was, it was so stupid. It was like, and I really got into it, too. I was like, no, look, you're so wrong, and I, she was so upset that I was, I was going to ruin the trip. I said, you know what? Just shut up and marry me, and she was like, what? What? <laughs> And I proposed, and it was a great trip. Oh, yay! Yay! Okay. Andrew, how did you propose? Uh, I this whole question. Yeah, this is our it's, intros it's, for the week. How did yes. you propose? Uh, mine was a two-parter because uh, no. Crystal. Yeah, well, Crystal wanted to actually have her like she wanted to be involved in the design process. Mm-hmm. So I took her there, and uh, so the guy basically this Weibel is our, our ring guy for our whole family. Um, so like, he was like, okay. So he asked Crystal, he goes, um, so when do you want to be proposed to? 
And she's like, oh, well, I'd really like to have like a, a, a winter proposal type of thing. And he just looks at her and he goes, I, I'm so sorry. You know, it's Christmas time. There's no way that I can get the ring done by, you know, this, this month or whatever. So it's, it's not going to be a winter thing. It might be, you know, February, like Valentine's Day at most or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she was totally like bummed. And he goes, I need to sit here and talk to the guy about the, you know, about the money stuff. So can you go away? And so she goes off and he goes, okay, so I'll have it to you next week. So I'm like, sweet. So then basically took her up to Lake Cuyamaca up in Julian. We had like a whole day about it. And then I, you know, got down on hands and knees and said, would you marry me? And biggity bam. You didn't even look her in the face. You were like on your no, hands. No, I looked in the <laughs> face. But the, whole, the whole shebang. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. that is a pretty good one. That's pretty. It's like a seven out of ten. I like it. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I, I just like that he totally like like lied to her face type of thing because she was totally like stressed about it. Yeah, and then she's so happy when she saw it. Yeah, so so far, Megan, your your fiance's proposal is not just. Hey, it doesn't matter. Hey, as long as, as, long as it's ass and it's happening, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know what? I want to agree with you, but you know, <laughs> you're on our show. I deserve. I demand more. Oh wow. I demand more. Why? Because Joe said so. Yep. And basically what I'm doing is setting up Nelson. No. To no. Don't dare disappoint me on the proposal, buddy. I will do my best, sir. Dude, I'll fly the fuck out there and kill you. <laughs> if I don't do something. If you're like in your jammies and you turn to her and say, hey, marry me. And she says, okay. I'll be, I'll just shoot you both. Probably with a dart. Because like, that's just insulting, isn't it? But if he's like, does it to like Lady Gaga or something. <laughs> Or rest. That's, that's just sad. I mean, that's just. You know what? Your your fiance's proposal just went up another point just because of the concept that Nelson could actually propose to Lady, you know, with Lady Gaga. Or Seasons like, of Love. Right. Yeah. Seasons of Love. No, that's <laughs> not going to happen. I'm the more Nelson talks, the more your proposal actually sounds better, Megan. <laughs> I haven't been talking. Don't been propose Andrew. with Lady Gaga in the background. Okay, I won't. I won't. Don't do it in the next Twilight movie either. I got. <laughs> hey, I bought it already. It's what? awesome. Eclipse? It's a good Ditto. movie, huh? It's a good movie. New the moon? ends awesome. Oh, 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 just to like let you guys oh. know, the uh, uh, Eclipse movie is going to actually be good. So Uh-oh. what? Yeah the uh, the director they were talking about the director for the new film, and he's the guy that did Thirty Days and Thirty Nights, and it's supposed to be like action packed, and it looks awesome now. It was it was on like, the Blu-ray. Is that a bitch movie? Uh, no, that was a uh, Vampires in Alaska movie. And they that was, were really that was, smart and intelligent. That wasn't 30 Days and 30 Nights. It was 30 it was Days of Night. 30 Days of Night? Okay. 30 yeah, Days and 30 that. Nights, is that the Harrison Ford one? No, 30 Days and 30 Nights. That's 7 Days and 7 Nights. Um, okay. Or 6 Days, 7 Nights. 30 Days and 30 Nights, I think, is like 10 days short of the Noah flood story. I think yeah, it was 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Let's get on to our topics, unless we want to keep talking about marriage or something. Are we all clear? Are we done with this one? Next. Okay. Here we go. Um, today on the show, besides marriage proposals, Legos. Uh, we might talk about. Here's the Legos. stuff we might get to talk about, and if we get some, then sorry. Legos. Uh, <laughs> Lego bricks. It's not Legos. Legos. You cannot pluralize Lego. Why not? Huh? Why not? That's just how you say it. Dude, I do what I want. Legos. Ah! Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about Lego or Legos. Uh, Ubisoft's or Legai. How about Legai? We go with that. No, that's Ubisoft's good. Ubisoft's DRM issue. 
Uh, Who? I finally watched Fight Club. Let's um, start with that. <laughs> San Diego Prius owner versus Toyota. Um, and Xbox 360 getting a USB drive compatibility in a 2010 update. Hell yeah. So... And where's my Dragon Age topic, huh? And Dragon Age DLC. See, see, this is what Nelson does. He adds the topics that I suggest early on in the day as we're doing the show. It's not fair. It's not right. Why do you think I derail shit, man? Because you never consider any of my topics. Ever. Ever. Don't you Are you my me? dad? <laughs> no. Your dad is in, it was that peacock in the news. That you tweeted yeah. out. Anyways, um, let's start off with Legos. No, we're starting off with you talking about Fight Club yeah, here. Fight Club. Did you like it? Club. Come on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can I, I, can I just like answer for you? Can I just be you for a minute? No. Why? Why do you want to be me? Can, can I talk for me? No, I think I want to hear the Joe impression of you. <laughs> Joe, Im- impersonate me. I'm not doing the truffle shuffle. <laughs> You're Thank not God. fat enough. Oh, no, I'm fatter than you, I think. Okay. What would I say to the question, did I watch Fight Club? My vagina itches. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't concentrate on the movies. I kept rubbing my breasts the whole time. You he didn't get it. He says he doesn't get it. Okay, I watched it. How do you not get it? Did you I, really not get I, it? What I didn't get about Fight Club is how can that dude be in two places at once all the time? Oh my god, are you freaking kidding me oh, right now? Jesus. not kidding. He's not. He's an idiot. Oh my gosh, I thought you were confused about the end where it seemed like there was no really any resolution involved. That too. Like, the, the critic... No, that is the resolution. It's, it's, it's everything he ever wanted to be, he actually got to become and then didn't appreciate it or understand it because he was too scared to be himself. It's, it's the tale of the modern man mythos. It's the way it works. Society needs to that. one way. Oh, man, that was really another deep. way. But like, you didn't understand like how he was in two places at once. He wasn't actually in two places at once. Yeah, he imagined he was- himself separate. He imagined himself in different places. And the point of the the hype, the hallucinations are that, and this is actually based on some. I've never hallucinated. I don't know. But essentially, the viewing of one outside oneself is generally when you can accept yourself for who you want to be and you feel free. If you imagine yourself as someone else, you know, it goes all the way down to writers. Writers with pen names tend to write more freely because no one will go and check them on their bullshit. This is why I use my real name because I don't care. But, I mean, it's just it's the alter ego idea. It's the, it's the you know, Car Kent Superman type of idea where you can change who you are to be what you want to be. And still have the cover of your your former self to run back to. It's about you know security and safety and all that stuff. He imagined himself in two places at once. He imagined himself watching Tyler Durden when actually he is Tyler Durden. Huh. Wow, that hurt my brain. <clears throat> oh my gosh, no. Well, I watched I, it finally. Look, I, I'm not going to give you any more crap about. It. I like teasing you, but try try it again, please. Try it again. I'll, I'll, I'll knowing what's Watch yes. it again. I have to watch it again too because my friend came over while we were watching it. And I just missed like huge portion of like plot. So yeah, you did. <laughs> the other thing I'll tell you is that if you if you give it a shot a third time, 
you'll begin to see things you never saw the first two seasons. Oh, yeah. And what I'll tell you is that I've seen that movie. There was a period where I watched it every week for about two years because I studied that film, like like up one time down the other. There is not a single viewing even today where I don't see something new I didn't see before. David Fincher is a genius. That is one of my top one movies of all time. Top one? That's what I said. So that's the best one. I think in terms of, yes, absolutely. I think in terms of cinematography, lighting, I, mean, it's, I know there's Godfather. I love Godfather. It's fantastic. I'm talking about my own personal take. I think Fight Club did what almost no other movie I've ever seen based on a book has done. It, it was better than the book. I, I just think, well, um, Chuck Powell, I'm like, Fuka. Yeah, you, you don't like him. I, I, I hate him, actually. I know. Um, I love but I, I love that movie. I adore it because, I mean, just, just all I'll say is that the tricks that they use in the movie to, like, fuck with patrons, they're actually, he's actually doing to you at the whole time you're watching it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. The, it's, all, it's so meta. It's like the tricks in the movie are also being played on you while you're watching the movie. It's, I mm-hmm. mean, it goes a lot deeper than that. It's pretty darn cool. Like the Did part- you? Go oh, go ahead. No, you first. Well, yeah, I figured a little bit of that at the beginning when, like, there was like one flash of a of a silhouette of a person or something. Oh, good, you saw that. Good, I saw be- that, and I was like, "What the hell does that mean?" And actually, saw- actually, to be honest, I had to point it out to him. Yeah. Well, that's no, fine. I that's asked fine. you about that first. <laughs> Bullshit! You're like, "What does that mean?" I don't get it. I'm all remember that flash, that figure you saw in the beginning. You're like, "Oh." Well, yeah, but I yeah, did there's- see it, and I did. There's seven of those, and you'll notice that they happen at the points where Ed Norton's character, which I guess they call Jack in the credits, um, feels the most weak or out of control. You'll start to see that flash. That's actually Tyler Durden that just blinks on the screen for half a second, mm-hmm. and then he'll assert himself immediately because he's almost channeling that character. Huh. I only saw it once, not seven times. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. It's, it just starts to show up. Okay, I will take a second gander at it. Uh, Joe, question. Have you seen the movie Adaptation? Yes, I thought it was genius. Okay, good. Yeah, that, that movie kind of reminds me of Fight Club in that way, where you're just like, yeah. wow. Yeah, I love Charlie Kaufman. I love uh, uh, Spike Jones both. Yep. Um, and and I adore – you know what? That's the movie that made me not hate Nick Cage. Yeah, that's the only saving grace for Cage in, in my whole opinion. You know, I wouldn't like say only. Um, there was a movie where he played the he was the middleman for the the arms runner. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Uh, mm. Shoot, he, it was a solid seven out of ten. It wasn't awful. I thought was it not uh, the newsman or whatever the weatherman? Weatherman, yeah. That movie was thoroughly disappointing. Oh really? Suck. I thought it was going to be like a surrealist take on deconstructionism. It was just stupid. All right, um, let's. Now that we got this all out of the way, do I get a no, man point? No, 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 no. man point for watching right, it. Right, right hand, right hand, right hand up, please. Right hand is up. I can't see it yet. Hold on, I'm waiting for you stream. Okay, there it is. I Nelson. I Nelson. Solemnly swear to Joe Peacock on pain of death and suffering. What the? What? Why? Say it. Say it. Why? Say it. You're stalling the show. No. Say it. Okay, but it just. Right hand up. Yes. Say it. Yes, I, Nelson, solemnly swear through death and pain to Joe Peacock. Not even nearly what I said. People <laughs> Maybe you should have typed it. it. No, that would have been a good one. You should have read it. 
that I will watch Fight Club again. That I will watch Fight Club again. Before the next Pixelated Live podcast. Before the next Pixelated Live podcast. You're sworn in now, buddy. I will watch it. I will watch it. What will happen if he doesn't watch it, Joe? Pain and suffering and then death. Ah. Dude, that is just mean. No, it's just, it's a promise is what it is. Okay, it's I'm not going to break my promise. Done. All right, let's move on to Lego, or Legos, as most people call them. So, there's this guy. What was his name again? I have to look up the article, even though I wrote it. I know. Uh, and uh, Joe wrote an article on uh, AOL no, News. No, we don't do that. We don't, we don't plug what I do. We oh. don't do that. His name is Nathan Sawa. Yeah, he is, he is a Lego artist or designer, builder, engineer, whatever you want to call them. And he builds artwork, art pieces out of Legos. They're not your usual things that you see at Legoland, where it's like a spaceship or a mini town or the MGM Grand or something. He actually has these artistic pieces of people. Um, one sculpture you might have seen of his is on the Colbert Report where he did Stephen Colbert. And uh, what did you want to talk about this uh, about this Joe? Like people are making fun of him or something? Oh, um, some stuff. <laughs> no, basically, um, without getting too much into like the whole point of the the column is that um, usually when something like this rears its head. And people look at it and they go, oh, this guy has too much time on his hands or what the hell is he up to? Um, I, I tend to get a little annoyed because what this guy's doing is pretty unique. It's interesting. I mean, he's kind of using something like a child's toys to make sculptures. And they look really cool and they're neat. And I just kind of get really annoyed when people start to dismiss or they just drive by this guy's art, look at it and go, oh, what a freak. And then move on, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. even though deep down inside they're thinking this is cool as hell, they have to keep up pretenses and, and call the guy a dork or a loser or whatever just because he has a passion. Mm -hmm. He's made not only a career but his life around Legos and the construction and deconstruction of the toy. I think it's amazing. I think it's fantastic. And I think he deserves some respect for that. And I think in this culture especially now people are much more receptive to this sort of thing, but it still happens a lot. It happened a lot on FARC. Um, where people are just bashing the hell out of this poor guy because he plays with toys all day. It just gets on my nerves. I hate that. I, I think I did talk to – I had an interview with a, a Lego master builder, an ex-Lego master builder. She used to work at the Legoland Carlsbad here in San Diego. And during our interview, I came to realize that Lego bricks aren't just toys. They're just like another – paintbrush another art artistic tool you know and you get what you 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 get a lot out of it because it's a it's a different kind of art form it's not just with color but it's also engineering you have to think what types of bricks do i need to buy in order to make what's in my head so yeah people shouldn't be making fun of these lego master builders or artists or engineers because it's just a different art form, and yeah, it's with kids' toys, but it's just another tool. You know, you're um, a tool. I'm sorry. What? Uh, we did also do an interview with the guy who made the Nintendo DS, uh, Nintendo DSi. He made a huge Nintendo DSi using just Legos. 
So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with these people. And sure, they might have a lot of time. But just like someone who has a freelance job making a website or building an iPhone app or something, yeah, it takes a lot of time to do those things. And we use tools like laptops and mice to create art or to create a program or something. Maybe you do. Joe uses a pen for books. So it's just... No, that's not true. Pencils? No. A Dell laptop? No, no. No, that's funny because you because my story was about Dell. That's funny. I like that. No. Yes. No. All right. I don't make art. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Wow, it's pretty. You're stalling the show, Nelson. Come on. Well, I mean, I thought you wanted to talk about this. I don't really know. I I talked about it. I like what I had to say too. I thought it was pretty profound. I thought it was insightful and and unique and interesting. And I'm glad that people had the opportunity to hear me talk about it. All right. I think what it is is really society kind of like plays a factor into it. You know, for some reason, society has a hard time accepting things that are unusual. Um, you know, from the way people dress. I mean, it's like well, you that's have why to it's do called unusual. normal things all the time <laughs> in order for people to really appreciate it. But people who take a step out, like the people who do, you know, the Lego constructions and things like that, I think it's genius. I mean. You go ahead and try and build something like that, you know. That's pretty much it right there in a nutshell. It's not derision based on the fact that you don't conform. It's jealousy. It's it's the fact that I'm not brave enough to quit my job and go build Lego bricks all day or build websites or write a book. or I think anybody who's ever achieved anything, I mean, just, it doesn't matter what you've achieved. I think anytime you put your mind to something – and said, I'm going to do this, and then you do it, you will find that the ratio of support to negativity is extremely low. You'll find out who your real friends are. You'll find, who, Who's interrupting me with noises? Sorry. Knock it off. Fisk. Because Joe doesn't like to get derailed. Shut up! <laughs> no, I'm playing. Um, no, I don't mind derailment. That's fine. I'll just get back on topic. <laughs> Nelson, I... I, I, I I'm sure you ran into your number of detractors when you started. I mean, I remember you back in the day when you did the Homestar Runner um, fan site, and that was really well done. It was cool. I imagine you got heckled a lot. You oh, know, yeah. like I mean, me too. And and you know, Jamie, I guarantee you in your career you're going to get absolutely name basted more than once. Who's Jamie? I mean, we all will. Who's Jamie? <laughs> me, Megan. Sorry, Jamie. Why did I call you? That's Jamie? strike two, Joe. Strike two. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> what happens to strike three? Die. Pain and suffering and death. <laughs> Bring it on. You're welcome. Bring it. I challenge you. <laughs> In the cage, man. In the cage. Two on one. It'll be a handicap match with some barbed wire on the ropes or something. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go. What I'm, do I think of Mad Max when you said that? In the, in the um, dome. Thunderdome, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, Nelson, I'm, do you know what we're talking master about? Blaster. I'm yeah, going to watch them. Dear God, one movie at a time. You're pathetic, dude. You're pathetic. Well, you, know, you don't know Thunderdome, nah, Tina Turner. You don't even know uh, Mad Max. That's just sad. Oh, that's a good movie. Dude, I bet you haven't even watched Tron. Nope. <laughs> and he wants to go see Tron, too. Are you fucking kidding me? 
You run a why, site. Why do we have to keep going you have, through the list of movies that I have not watched? We've already discussed this. With MCP, so many- you fucking asshole. I, I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm off the show. Done. <laughs> Good one, Nelson. <laughs> well, I, I can't just watch movies instantly right now. Uh, sorry. Oh, yes, you can. It's called Netflix, you dummy. Oh, I'm going to watch it while I'm podcasting. Good, Nelson. You can, can't you get Tron off Netflix? Tron. Yeah, you can. There. You run a site with the word geek in the name and you have not seen 99.9% of the things you must see. Movies or, or anything. I bet you watch that stupid fucking CBS show about geeks and stuff and laugh your ass off, don't Big you? Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Not really. I watched one season because it was at my sister's place. and You I made it through a whole season? I made it through a whole season. And after that, I said, oh, I'm going to watch it some more. And then I just never did. show sucks. I just like Sheldon. That's it. No, he's retarded and stupid. I like Sheldon. It's, it's called pandering, folks. Well, you know what's really in vogue now is geeks. Let's have a geek on a TV show. It's just stupid. You know, geek is, um, there's a uh, phrase in fashion now called geek chic. Mm-hmm. And it's stupid and it's pathetic, and, and I hate it. And I want to beat people who wear stupid message t-shirts about how geeky they are. And they're really not. That's the unspoken inference. Thank you, Nelson, for completing my thought. <laughs> well, I, I thought I had to. Okay, are we let's gonna, move. Do you want to talk about something on our schedule? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna move on. Cars. Move on. Xbox 360 is getting USB drive compatibility in uh, future 2010 update. I think Hooray. It's yeah. So That's- wait, is it gonna like be a brand new like console or is it like an, an attachment or? No, they're just updating the firmware, the software um, of the Xbox, so you can have up to two hard drives: the one that goes on top of the Xbox and then one that's gonna go into the USB slot. That's going to be awesome. But yeah, it's going to be very helpful. You can well, what's only, the catch? You can only have two drives at a time, which is one USB and one Xbox regular drive, or two, two USB drives. And you, the USB drives will not go over 16 gigs. There's a see, virtual, that's fine. There's a virtual cap. That's, that's I mean, sucks. I don't see that's a big problem, the honestly. How? Because, I mean, the lowest you can get already is, what, 20? Okay. So what? I'm just adding another 16 for me to do what? Download and maybe content. load up two, three games on there? I mean, it would make a difference if maybe it was like, okay, you could use up to 50. Okay. Well, then, you know, I can do something with that. But 16? I think 16 is fine. I mean, I don't understand the limit, but I think 16 gigs is fine, especially with a thumb drive. They're hot swappable. You just take one out and put the next one in and put your crap on it. I mean, the idea here is that you don't have to buy these gigantic form factor, massive, overpriced pieces of shit from Microsoft anymore. You can go grab yourself a SanDisk cheapo 4 gig or, you know, throw your music on the on the USB drive and throw that on there. I know you were supposed to have been able to do that, but that was very buggy. Um, now you can put movies on your thumb drive, download it from anywhere you want. You don't have to stream through Transcode 360 or any of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I'd prefer to have more on a thumb drive, but I mean, the fact that they're going to give me the ability now to hot swap stuff out, I mean, there's user mods that actually work on Xbox 360 if you know how to like read the file formats and, and mm-hmm. insert your own mods to like Oblivion or um, any of the Steam games. 
now you can do that. You know, I mean, it's it's actually a whole lot easier. You don't have to go and buy the cable to read the drive off the the Xbox and then hack things through. It's a little bit simpler. I'm just jazzed that I can back up my uh, hard drive a little bit, like my game saves. Yeah, that's actually a big help, especially if you play Resident Evil Five. Why? Well, how big those does those files get? It isn't about big. It's about bugs. Um, I've lost two yeah. mid-game saves just playing that game. Hmm. Yeah, Oblivion's kind of like that too at times. Oh man, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started on Oblivion. I mean, yeah, that I, I game takes have... a shit every like other time I play it. Yeah, and the sad thing is, it's so addictive. You just don't you, you get over yeah. it real fast. You, you don't care. I'm just like, well, fuck it. I'll just play again. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh no, I have to make a new character in Oblivion. Oh no, I have to hear John Luke Picard talk again. Shucks. Yeah, <laughs> it was really actually. I'll say, Dragon Age was a very slow starter for me. I almost gave up on it. I actually did sell it to GameStop, and then I bought it back um, just to give it another shot because I felt like I was giving up. Now I'm addicted. I like that one a lot more. I think Oblivion was opposite for me. It took me, once I started playing it, I shut it off after five minutes because I was like, what the heck is this game? And then, I mean, Dragon Age, you go straight into action. So, I mean, that was pretty awesome. I guess playing from WoW, it was it was satisfying. Yeah, I understand that. I mean... The thing is, Oblivion comes from a long line of games that follow sort of the same predisposition. If you're not really familiar with, like, Morrowind, you probably aren't digging Oblivion. Oh, Morrowind. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how much of my life that game ate. Yeah, same here. I I sat there for, I forget how long it took, but to get my jump up so I could, like, leap super far in the air or whatever. Yeah, I I did that, you know, to be a a cat burglar and all that shit. That was my... That was my methadone off of MMOs, actually. Mm-hmm. That game ruled. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game, but it was such a shock to like try to hit a rat and be like, why can't my sword hit the rat? You know, yeah. your, your sword skill is only a one. I'm like, oh, well, that would be why. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so Joe. Yeah. Joe, so what do you think about the downloaded content? I mean, I have it still pre-ordered right now that I still need to go pick up, but what makes it that damn good? Um, for the value for the money, it's the first DLC I've ever run into that made it actually worth spending that kind of money to spend, to get, you know, I think it was what, 3,200, uh, Microsoft points, pretty much like 35 bucks, I guess, almost 40 bucks worth of downloadable. It's like $40 content. in the store. Yeah. It's, it's 20 hours worth of additional gameplay. You get five new characters, you get a new level cap, all new skills. It's basically a whole new game using the same engine. And what it does for me is beyond that. Like, the game is fun. The, the DLC is a blast. But what's even better is sort of the glimpse into the future of how Ubisoft is going to start handling, or, uh, yeah, sorry, um, not Ubisoft. Who am I talking about? Bioware. Yeah, we were talking about Ubisoft DRM, sorry. Um, the, how how uh, Bioware is going to handle this from now on. They're going to treat it like MMOs. They're going to keep staging releases. They're going to keep enthralling you with actual no kidding paid for developed content that isn't just a tacked on thing. I thought that like Oblivion was doing that pretty well until actually until this, until this content arrived, this kind of changes the game because it's, it's a whole new game. It's sort of like what uh, for you young kids, you may not remember this, but um, when Gearbox showed up on the scene for half-life and counter-strike um, and, and released the, uh, the mods for half-life uh, what oh. was it called? Um, where you played, you know, the other side. You played the actual. 
Black oh, Mesa. Oh, 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 so, uh, blue tr- blue team or something like that. Blue. Well, there's there's uh, the the blue where you played as uh, the cop. What's his name? Um, Barney. Yeah. Why is this stuff falling out of my head? Maybe I have to have more beer. Um, <laughs> yeah, you play as Barney. That was blue. Shit, I guess I could Google it, but I don't feel right, like here, it. I'll just grab my disc so I have them Blue over Shift. here. Blue yeah. Shift. There it is. Yeah, Blue oh. Shift was the one with Barney. That one wasn't so good. I didn't like that as much. But it was the other one, Counter-Strike uh, or uh, Half-Life Opposing Force. Um, That was amazing because it was like a whole new game in a familiar world. That's what the Dragon Age uh, Awakening stuff is for me. Um, it gives me an opportunity to go and play with a lot of my old characters um, or I can start a whole new one with a whole new storyline and get a whole different experience. That's how Dragon Age really kind of wakes me up is that every single character that you start is a whole new experience. You're treated differently. You know, you have a different beginning story. You have an opportunity to kind of totally remake yourself and it actually affects the game. I think the D- I agree with that. DLCs should stay like like what you just said instead of having to buy for other games like Street oh, Fighter, you have to buy yeah. costumes or hey, there's a new stick you can use. You can buy this stick for like ten bucks. You know, you know who and really needs know. to adopt that though is like Madden. I think Madden would just benefit so much from that shit. Uh, just what? one Madden and then just buy an update every year instead of having to shell out the fifty nine ninety nine oh. brand new game. You're entirely right, but it's not as profitable because there's a whole nation of, of idiots who are willing to go and buy a whole new Madden. Yep. Every year. Every yep, year. Every year. Every year. Don't yeah. That's a, Talk that's about a, GameStop, right? <laughs> Megan, yeah. You work at GameStop. Like, how are the pre-orders every time uh, Madden is announced? Well, not my side of town, but where my friend works. I mean, they get about their goal is to get like close to four hundred, and I mean, they get about half of that. That's the thing, I'll Madden. Madden the, yeah, Madden's the best-selling franchise of all time in North America. Jesus, it's I mean, sad. but then again, you have to look at it. It's what fifteen years old or fourteen years old, um, and Madden's the thing that bridged the gap between the kids who were getting beat up for playing video games and the kids that were jocks and morons beating up kids mm. for playing video. Games. Like once Madden showed up, it was like, well, gaming sucks, but I like that Madden. You know, I'll play. I'll play NBA Jam. You know. Oh, I can't wait for that to come out. Oh yeah, that's coming out. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But yeah, yeah, I, think, I, want, I want Tecmo Super Bowl, though. That's the one I'm waiting for. Oh, hell yeah. I'd buy that in its original state. I, I just, well, just I have the game in my garage. The, yeah, Boomer Sison and Chris Collinsworth over and over again to score up 99 points. It was awesome. That game was fantastic. I love That's the best football game ever. That's yep, like Blades of down. Steel. Oh, Blades of Steel is so fucking good. Oh, it rules, dude. Blades of Steel. <laughs> Hit the pad. Um... By the way, Nelson, this is what geeks actually talk about. But, um, but yeah, so DLC. <laughs> Whoa, that was a quick shot at me. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying, um, watch Tron. Then we'll talk. Yeah, so, uh-huh. watch Tron. DLC, I think, in theory, it was so much fun the past few years to just download the new stick that beats everybody up from the beginning of the game and makes everything so easy. Mm-hmm. Or at this tack on 10 minutes worth of gameplay that does something really not all that fundamental to the game to make you think about it. I think Burnout uh, Paradise was the first oh, game to actually hands down. really do something unique um, by changing the game completely with the DLC. You could get motorcycles, and it completely changed the whole game. It was really yeah, neat. It was, it was really awesome, because I remember buying that game, and I'm, I'm not much of a car kind of person, but Burnout was like the only car game I ever needed. You know? Oh, yeah, Burnout. Like the, the Burnout 
series, all of them are fantastic. Um, I think everybody who ever has a fanciful notion of, hey, it might be fun to drive in a video game, needs to buy it. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Even people who don't. I mean, it will change your perspective for sure. Just, um, just buy that DeLorean pack or whatever they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, pure cool. fucking joy. Oh, it's so neat. And I think what Burnout Paradise did that was so different from Burnout Revenge or anything else was it, it did changed. Did it have Priuses that crashed or <laughs> I mean that did it work? Oh, that crash sequence they had, and there was so much fun where you actually were trying to make like the most damage. Yeah, yeah, I raked up uh, eight million dollars. I like owned half the town. It was awesome. Should we move on to uh, that Prius thing since it's a good segue, anyways? <laughs> you gotta keep you moving on. So you don't have to talk about how good the segue is. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. That uh, guy's a turd. Next topic. God, Joe. It's a non-starter. I mean, it's like, it's not a story. He's been proven to be a liar and a fucking asshole, and he needs to go to hell. Okay, well. Snap. At least jail. All right, let's talk about humans versus zombies, then. Do you know anything about that, Joe? Let's talk about the Prius. That's fine. God, Joe. Fine. I've done my part. I've said what I need to say. Did you guys hear that they think the sun's radiation and the the proximity to Earth is actually, could be a reason that the Priuses are flipping out? I think at this point, Toyota is willing to take any theory possible to avoid actually taking responsibility for this shit. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I heard the other one, which was that uh, most of the Prius drivers that are having brake problems are old. Old people on purpose. Yes. Did you guys people. see what, what Cold Knight said and the Cold Knight VT said? I know uh, who he is. In the but. chat room, he says that Cali Guy is fraud, runs an adult website, and is in 700K in debt. And he's trying to make it a publicity stunt. We should have yep. followed the Gizmodo guy. <laughs> Done it right. What do you mean? Don't you remember the Gizmodo guy? Like, they crashed his, like, Lamborghini? Or was it his friend's Lamborghini? I thought it was it a Tesla or a... It was, was, it was something, like, super expensive, and he cracked it, like, in two. It was a Tesla, Tesla Roadster. Oh, was it the Veyron? Oh, I thought it was the Tesla. I, no, I Tesla, Tesla was the dickhead. The guy who bought the first production Tesla went and rode it out and then crashed it. That was oh. right. Yeah, it's Bugatti Veyron that the guy from Gizmodo crashed. Holy fuck. Yeah, I would kill him. <laughs> just on principle alone? Yeah, I'm just letting you guys know, and this is cool because we're going to be friends for life, BFFs and all that shit. Yay! When we're all rich and we're all famous and we all buy our dream cars and all that shit, either any of you get behind the wheel of my Bugatti Veyron and crash it, fuck you, you're dead. Why would you even let us drive it? Yeah. I don't because even think you'd let us touch it. If, you, if you're willing to take the responsibility for crashing it. Well, that shit. No. No. Hey, for a publicity stunt. I'll hold a gun to your head the entire time you're driving. If you make one scratch on that thing, I'll shoot you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a driving test. I'm just saying, that's that's my friendship right there. Thanks, Joe. Should be the you next top here. That's how you... That's how you feel you, the love. All right. Um, humans versus zombies is an East Coast thing, apparently, and it's making its way to West Coast. And this is my first time ever hearing about it. And our three East Coast boys in University of North Carolina are playing it, or they did play it last week. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard about this? I know Megan has, right? I did. I have. Uh, actually, it was the first time I ever heard of it, and I was like so jealous because I was like, man, I wish I had this in college. But mm-hmm. I thought, on the other hand, I said, 
the school that I went to, I probably would have got shot in real life. <laughs> so most West Coast people don't know about this. And looks up for Andrew. You knew about it? Yes, I read the article. Damn it. Well, I mean, before <laughs> reading the article. Jesus oh, Christ. I'm just doing a recap anyways. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh, Superstar. Andrew. Superstar. Yes. Hey, dude, I have an idea. Why don't you and I start a website and a podcast called okay. actualgeek.com? Ooh. <laughs> where we actually pay attention to what our writers write and we know shit about geek stuff. Well, I, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I thought it was interesting. And since no one really commented on the post, why don't we get everyone's opinion on it? Or why don't we talk about it? Brains. This week on Pixelated Podcast, iPods, they're sure cool, aren't they? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be recapping Big Bang Theory. And Lady Gaga. And I'll sing Rent. This isn't the what does Joe want to talk about or listen to podcast. You're entirely correct. It is true. That's not the title of this podcast. <sighs> Joe. I'm not, you, I'm not trying to steer the conversation. Yeah, I'm just I don't just, know what to talk about. I don't know what to talk about now. I don't even know what your writer turned in as an article, dude. I do. And I was and the Andrew's one who awesome. published it. I like Andrew. Andrew, I like a lot. And, and you Are and we going to talk about humans, zombies versus humans or whatever? That's a called. good idea, Jess. We should do that. Thank you. Well, Thank can you. you play a plant in the game? No, you I know. <laughs> I asked that too. I asked that too. I was like, can you shoot like pea pods and can I use a walnut? Plants or fucking zombies or and a mushroom and a sunflower. Cool running you have zombies. to catch the sun, sun rays. I have uh, played that, that game on iPod more than I played any other game on iPod collectively. Awesome game. It is an awesome game. I loved it on the browser. I think it's even more fun on the iPod. I even bet. though like on the non three G S it actually turns into a slideshow around level six. So I'll link it in the podcast show notes, but for you West Coast people and tell I us don't about, know it. about don't know what humans versus zombies is. It's a college what is, what's game. Humans versus zombies. Humans vs. Zombies is a college game, and basically oh, you have... Yeah, zombies. Oh, is it no. zarping? Because it's zo- zombie? And zombies. Actual you have an original zombie uh, that they appoint. Uh, then they issue, like, bandanas, supposedly, and you designate yourself, as a, whether you're a human or a zombie, if you have an arm... If you have it on your arm or your leg, you're a human. If you have it on your head, then you're a zombie. But the original zombie doesn't have to necessarily be marked. They can actually put it wherever they want to to kind of like blend in to the folks. And then I don't know exactly how it all goes, but I know at night they do missions. Um, sort of like how uh, Left 4 Dead is where, you know, you have to get to a safe point, whether it be like a boat or something like that. But all the zombies know where you're going. So they're all going to be, you know, strategizing to get you or your group and it's all about teamwork and you want to, you know, cover each other's back. You use Nerf guns or soccer balls to defend yourself. That's the part that got me interested. All these Nerf darts going everywhere. Uh, all right. Oh, and then the safe zones are in the classrooms or the library. It's a neat <laughs> right. idea. They can't attack you while you're in class or something mm-hmm. like that. No. That'd be cool, it's though. A, it's a really neat idea. And Chad and Matt know these are the Bucky balls. Um no, like, I think it's the, the only issue I have with it, and it's just pure jealousy, is that when I was in college, every baseball and football player would have beat the shit out of the kids playing this thing. Um, 
So, but now it's in vogue, and I'm jealous because I do wish I was 18 again. Yeah, you can always go to adult classes and just do one, so you can play. Mm. I should be the tank. I should be the tank in in humans versus zombies. (laughs) So our boy Justin uh, has one of these Nerf Vulcans. It's a Nerf chain gun, and he said he brought this to school one day and just railed down a whole lot of zombies. And if oh, that's that is rad. I mean, this, see, I'm jealous. I wish I do wish they had this in, when I was in college. I'm gonna go take some sort of. You know how distracting that is, though. Like you now you're all trying to study, and the next thing you know, you got a fucking zombie chasing after you and like. Then well, don't quad. You know, I mean, don't play. Don't study in the middle uh, in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, go in the library and study. <laughs> oh, it might cut down on frisbee playing too, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hacky sack. Yeah, no yeah, more actually, hacky sack. Jeremy, Jeremy has a point. If they did this shit when I was in college, I would have stayed. <laughs> Three units a semester. Justin also <laughs> told me that uh, some missions give humans, uh, if they finish a mission, they get a special prize or something where they get a special power up to use melee weapons because Nerf. Actually came out with uh, swords and battle oh, axes. I, I just Dude. played with one today at Walmart. They Those were so, are fun, so fucking awesome. rad. Yeah, oh. they yeah, made a they made an adult version now though. They used to have yeah. just like the dinky swords, but now they have the full fucking huge one. It's awesome. If I was if I was still LARPing, that would be what I used. You just, used to LARP? Yeah, oh, hell yeah, I did. Fuck you if you don't like Get it. Get out of fucking town. No, I love so you're you. You're like the kid from Role Models. <laughs> yeah, I look just like him, don't I? You're so cute. Yeah, our LARPs were more Shadowrun tech geek kind of stuff, but yeah, I used to LARP. It was fun. It's, I mean, I'm a D&D geek through and through. I started playing when I was about seven years old. That's too much math, man. Well, a smarter kid still like d and But yeah, the, the, the Nerf swords, we, were, we bought them for our nephews. They're, they're five and three, and um, we bought the shorter ones because the large one, I, you know, it's covered in foam. I was just messing around. And I went up to Andre and I just barely bapped her in the back of the leg and it left a bruise. Ooh. The big yeah. broadsword and the axe are fucking deadly. They will hurt you badly. Yeah. We, awesome. we were testing them out today at Walmart, my wife and I. She said it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Recall. Like, hurt. Yeah. I was like, damn it. It actually hurt. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, doesn't hurt me. Well, that's the thing is that I picked up the small one and I whacked myself with it because I thought, you know, okay, these kids are going to go fucking full bore for the face. And I wanted to know how much it would hurt. The small one did not hurt. It was fine. You know, it felt like a little bit of an impact, whatever. So when I was like waving them around and stuff, she saw him, she goes, wait, wait, wait. You did this in the store? Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, my God. I wish I was there to watch you hit yourself with that. uh, Just whack myself in the arm. It doesn't hurt that bad. You know, on camera right now if I had one. Um, But. When I picked up the big broadsword, I was like, yeah, and they don't hurt. Check it out. Wham. And I hit her in the back of the leg, and she was like, ow, that fucking hurt. And I was like, there's no way. So I had her hit me just as hard as I hit her, and it hurt like hell. It's, <laughs> the, the short ones don't hurt. The big ones hurt like hell. Do not, you know, especially a kid, do not give your kid the big sword. Don't do that. Yeah. It's like those foam nunchucks. <sighs> yeah, they don't. They don't oh, but yeah, so Humans vs. Zombies has a website. It's humansvszombies.com. If you want to get your college into it, there's a lot of information on that website. Does they, it count as a PE class? Because that would be really hip. <laughs> it I don't think they have PE, though. In, uh, it's in the all. new version of Dodgeball. What are you talking they about? They do. They do. I, used, I actually used to take fencing in college. Dude, there should be like Dallas. fucking leagues. 
They absolutely do have PE in college. Yeah. I was, no. I was a fencer. It was they call it and you have to take it um, in some programs. So, yeah, if you want more information, go to humansversuszombies.com. It was also featured as the number one threat in America by Stephen Colbert back in October last year. So, check nice. it out. Yeah, that and chat roulette. Ah. Oh, God, chat roulette. <laughs> Penises, that's what chat roulette is all about. Oh, did yeah. you show them that video of, like, that guy the improv? Oh, yeah, the improv yes. guy. Yes. No, actually, cool. like, let's skip over the improv guy and go straight to Ben Folds. He did oh, it yeah. way better. Yes. That was cool. If you haven't seen it yet, go search YouTube for Ben Folds Chat Roulette. And you I, did, I did like Ch- uh, Tosh's as well. That was pretty funny. Tosh? He did a parody? Yeah, well, he actually just went on Chat Roulette to see if people recognized him. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I think my favorite was the snowboarder who um, won the gold medal and then went on chat roulette that night and chatted with people. Huh. And he had his gold medal around his neck. I mean, <laughs> and you can't really fake that thing. So. Sean White? No, it wasn't Sean White. It was somebody else. Uh, was it Sean White? It was one of, I think it was one of the Canadians. Oh. Um, okay. I'd have to look it up because I just don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I think chat roulette is basically the, the sign of the apocalypse. It's, it's over, folks. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're done. As a society, especially on the internet, the internet has jumped the shark. All right. For the last 10 minutes of our show, we always... We are. No, we have we more We always time. ask if anyone wants to get on the air and just talk about whatever is on their mind, what they thought about the show. Uh, just you message me on... 10 minutes. Just message me on Skype if you have it installed. And my name Skype. on there is I7X. That's seven spelled out. Just send me a message and we'll get you on the air. For the people who are just listening to our podcast through iTunes or on the website, uh, we broadcast live every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific. So come by and join us in the live chat room and the live audience and have some fun. It's the only show on the internet where the host talks over the guests. Yeah. Joe, you had a good 20 minutes of talking. Actually, you had a good 40 minutes of talking throughout this podcast. We can talk more if you want. You can't give me 30 seconds? Tron, Tron, Tron. Arbitrary times that we have to stop. (sighs) Anyways, so, yeah, just want to let everyone know that this weekend, our East Coast boys... Uh, Robert, Rhett, are, are they Justin. really boys though? Because uh, are, are they men? East Coast men are going to PAX East. They'll be taking going guys. Males are, are East Coast penis havers. Yeah. <laughs> East Coast wieners are going to PAX Deaners? East and they'll be interviewing people from Twisted Pixel, Clay Entertainment. Clay? Clay? The ones Clay? who are making Clay. Shank. Um. Interviewing with them. Who else? Who else? Gunners, of course. Triton. So if you have any yeah, questions Triton. that you want to ask those developers or anything else you want to tell tell them to talk to, you know, send them a message on our blog. Can I ask a question now? Go. Why aren't they on chat roulette? <laughs> I will ask them to. That would be something good. Actually, like that one. I'm going to send them that message and make them ask that to every developer they go to. So this is why you should have me out to E3 and interview. Oh, oh Joe, so I invited you this year. Don't even. I don't know why you didn't want me to come. I. Oh, please no. show up, Joe. Save me. <laughs> You're not I have I'll to do share it. a room with this non-tron watcher, dude. If you can get me in, I'll I'll do it. I'll, Joe, I'll run the I camera. Said, 
Are you? Can you come to E3? Yes. No, you said you couldn't. I invited you. I can now. Bullshit. Okay, cool. Get on that, Nelson. Joe, can you Nelson. really? Joe? I want to be at E3. I want to run the cameras. I want to do all your interviews. Oh, okay. that'd be so awesome. Do you really with the mean it? gig, I probably can get a press pass, I bet. I'm going to get you a press pass, and we're going to... Get you one. Get it. Make it happen. <sighs> I'm there. <laughs> I guess Yawn. Jessica's bored. How you doing, Jessica? Sorry. I'm just... I'm, I don't feel good. I'm kind of sick. Oh. Emergency. <laughs> yeah. Did I do that to you? It's Wait. H1N1. No, no, maybe she's turning into a zombie. Maybe. <laughs> Hurry up. Plant. Jess, did, did I do this to you? Did I make you sick? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I feel awful. Link I'm not as bad as you because you're sick. Link wants to get in on this. Joe, we got to talk later about E3 if you're serious. Do it. Make it happen. Done. Yes. Who is this? Just this let you know, Joe, if you shared a room with Nelson for E3, good luck, man. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I won't be sharing a room with anyone. I have to We'll probably hear Joe on the news and like uh, involved in like a homicide. So. What the Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Who is this that joined us? Who is Hello. this that joined us? It's Link. Who? Hi, Link. Hi. Is that your real name? Can you hear me okay? Uh, it's what I go by. It's my Elias. My real birth name is Joshua. Joshua Link? <laughs> Just Joshua. <laughs> Just Joshua. So you have no last name? Uh, hey, you have a fan, Link, on the chat room. Sexy, sexy potatoes. Is it pyro? No. Sexy potatoes. Yeah. I love your game, Link. <laughs> I think Skype's what killed Dumbledore, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Somebody in the chat room was asking what Skype is. So what's up, Link? Uh, not much. Link. Um, I was wondering if if y'all were interested, I could talk about MegaCon. Yes, do ah, it. How was MegaCon all the way in ATL? What's ATL? Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta? Uh, yeah, I live here Orlando. in Orlando. I was actually supposed to. Oh, Megacon. No, Megacon was at Georgia Tech, wasn't it? No, it was at Orlando, the Orange County Convention Center. Oh, my bad. Wait, which uh. one? Oh, <laughs> hold on, which one was it? Now I'm curious. Go ahead and tell us about Megacon, man. Okay, uh, Megacon is basically, it stands for Mega Convention, and I define it as Big Giant Nerd Fest. That's Does awesome. it smell like nerd? Yes. Uh, uh, my friend no. actually said I can smell the nerd. No. How much VO? Uh, huh? How much VO <laughs> was there? Uh, actually, there's not really a lot of How BO. much of the smell of ass was there? Yeah. <laughs> Could you smell crotch? <laughs> <laughs> no. The thing um, I've, I've learned from years of conventions is that generally if you smell like soap, you are the outcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the people here you know, are cleaning stuff because... um. I mean, there's a couple con- – well, all right. I'm getting kind of ahead of myself. Okay. Uh, there's basically a huge cosplay uh, part of this uh, convention because there's a cosplay contest. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people make these awesome costumes and stuff. Um, so if you're going to be in a costume, you got to be clean. So um, about more than half the people cosplay. Well, not necessarily. Uh, the guy we rolled with that was cosplaying, he smelt of B.O. pretty rank. What was no. he? <laughs> uh, he was Trigun. <laughs> he was Vash the Stampede. Oh, he smelled like Momo, Momocon was Georgia Tech. I'm sorry. 
okay. Yeah. But, uh, I, that's why I was confused. I'm did, sorry. And uh, I, I saw I, that you met up with Yaya Han, right? Yes, I did. And so did she, like, do the... Was she a judge for the cosplay contest? Uh, I don't think she was a judge. I think she was just there. Um, she was selling wings uh, for her... Like, Barbecue? She's cost- yeah, I was going to no, say. Like, flavor. Costume wings um, that she designed. So uh, she dressed up as Scarlet Witch from the X-Men. I think it's X-Men. Yeah, uh, Avengers, right? I never... She was an Avenger. She was a. She's a mutant, but she was an Avenger. Yeah. There, so, uh, there is some permutation of the universe where she was an X Men. I'm going to Google that right now because I remember that. Her Go costume ahead, was really pretty. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyone else you met up with, Josh? Um, I also met up with Krishna uh, from Yay. PC Weenies. Nice, nice. Yep, and he gave me a signed sketch, um, and I put a I put up a threat uh, post a little while ago um, that has pictures of Yahyahan and Krishna. If you want to see them at Megacon, yeah, uh, go ahead and link it. Uh, I don't have a link right offhand. Uh, give me a moment. Your okay, name is right. Link. You should have the link. <laughs> <laughs> it is dangerous to go alone. <laughs> Take this. It's too dangerous to go alone. <laughs> Take this. All right, link. so just for clarity's sake, Scarlet Witch debuted in X Men. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, because she was a bad guy, right? Yeah, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, now I remember. I actually own those issues. Very nice. Not well, not now. I did back in the oh, comic. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Curious. I didn't mean to overtalk you. But you're looking for the link, aren't you? He found nope. it. Link found the link. Yay! How? Circular. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I met up with a lot of people. They're um, not necessarily famous, but there's a lot of people who you know really get into the whole cosplay thing. And there was a there's a little area, and I believe I provided a picture where, as Nelson was talking about um, the Lego or the Lego cities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they would make Lego creations, Lego cities, and have trains going across tables and all that. Helicopters. Helicopters didn't actually fly, but the rotors and stuff still moved. Um, so it was, it was pretty realistic for Legos. There was a guy last year, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't here this year, but last year there was a guy who dressed up as Boba Fett in full Lego. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'll see if I can find the... Uh, I have a bunch of pictures from the re- year before, and I'll see if I can find that. Because um, I remember taking a picture of him. So, there's... Oh, yeah, Lego Star fans. Wars. <laughs> Star Wars and uh, Zelda have pretty high... Um, uh, I don't even know how to say it. I'm sorry, I'm kind of tired right now. <laughs> um, there, there were a lot of Star Wars and... Uh, Links there. There was uh, I took three pictures of Link, um, three separate Links, and there were probably about four or five Boba Fett's there on the day that I was there. So, um, yeah. So um, I'll put this in the show notes too. The, okay. the link. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, submitting and submitting your posts and your photos from MegaCon to our website, man. 
Yeah, no problem. Well, we should, I'll try to get there next year. Uh, I totally forgot about right. that. I know you told me about it earlier, and I lagged on it, and I didn't get passes or anything, and I didn't get anyone over there. Shame, but next yeah, year, no next year, next year, we shall be there. Promise, promise. Uh, All right. But I'm not going to swear and put my right hand up. Aww. So thanks for the call, Link. Um, well, we, what's, what? what's a promise if you're not going to swear and put your right hand up? D- dear God, don't be a Joe, Link. Come on. You know what, yeah, I'm just asking. I mean, if you're not going to put your right hand up, you know, you're not committing. I promise to go there. If Wait, I have you're, you're going to go there yourself? If I have money, or I'll send one of our East Coast people to go there and Scouts Honor and Pinky's. No, that's a bunch of bullshit right there. He spewed out of his ass. Yeah. Hey, Nelson. What? Oh. I think you need to swear to Link that you'll, you'll do this. I swear that I will get coverage from Megacon. And if I don't, I will send you in place of us. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. But I look forward to seeing you there next year. All right. I have a question for Link. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Why is it that it's called Legends of Zelda rather than Legends of Link? It's actually Legend of Zelda... Um, the second game, I believe, was called The Adventures of Link. Uh, it was Zelda 2. Um, but it's called The Legend of Zelda because it's not really about Link. It's you're going to save the Princess Zelda. So, there you have it. Hmm. And, and Link is different every single time. He's not like the same Link. Well, actually, yeah. it's not even the same realm each time either. Confuses me. There, there's, there's quite a few. If you go on Google, there's quite a few debates on a timeline, uh, like a scheduled timeline for the uh, different games and the events that happen. Yeah, because Wind Waker had that cool Ocarina of Time stuff in it, which was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, one thing I'm gonna get when I save up some money. Is a uh, Foca Link makes a double Ocarina uh, in the key of alto C, and plays through, I think, 17 notes, um, and you, you can play all the Legend Zelda songs and stuff on it, and so I plan to get one of those soon. Cool. Yeah. I think you need to be on the cast, on video, playing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's- well, it'll be, it'll be quite a while before I can get it, so. No, get it now. I don't have the money. Dude, whatever, Nelson. You should buy this thing for him and then put him on the cast. I, I gotta pay taxes. <laughs> what taxes? You're wealthy. You run a podcast. I run a podcast on a free UStream account. Uh huh. Using I think a thirty-two dollars software and. If you care about your users. Oh come on. Citizen journalism. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta end the show. Just wanna. Nelson. What? I think he needs to cover the ocarina. We we will we will. Yes, and you're gonna buy it for him, right? No, no. How much is this thing, by the way? It's uh, it's over a hundred dollars for yeah, the double see, ocarina. See. So, like I said, it's a lot of money. Yeah, see, see, that's how much you show someone you care. Oh God. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> oh no. This Nelson. podcast is over. We're done this week. We're not finished yet. We didn't We're, talk about Ubisoft DRM. Well, it, it's over. It's over. We're running out of time, and it's over. You know, you know what you should do? What? You should like re- stream your workout 
tonight. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Okay, well, that's it is Monday. And I think this should be a supplement to Pixelated Podcast episode 32. No, no. You can, we will yes. start right now. I can give you workout advice. No, okay, your well, are set let up. Stop, let me stop this podcast and then start um, another recording, okay? so You guys can hear them breathe really hard. And get, uh, <laughs> Everyone at home who's listening to the podcast, thank you for listening because Nelson forgot to say that. I, I, w- I was going to get to that. And so, yeah, he's uh, always going to get to gonna, Thank you to all the co-hosts. Nelson's going to exercise and get sweaty and moist, right? Yes. Shut yeah. up. Moist. Yeah, Nelson's work <laughs> moist you, is Josh. not what I'm here. Thank you, Link. Moist. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening, the live chat audience, the chat room audience. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you to Jessica, Megan, Andrew, and, of course, Joe the Peacock. And our special oh, Link. guest, Link. Yeah, what about Link? I was kidding. Yeah, Link. <laughs> you don't, Jeez, you don't man. get a thanks. You don't get Jack. Yeah. Show your care, man. Did you not watch the Care Bears as a kid? Come on. Care Bears countdown. Well, he's trying to talk over us, isn't he? All I hear is Nelson was a Care Bear, he'd be shit on you, Bear. Yeah. It'd be a brown one. <laughs> brown bear. I'm the only brown bear. Up on the belly. <laughs> Little yeah, what would his logo be? Dude, I think it would be matter. It'd be like a yogurt. Yeah, like a yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, it's fun bear. Good night. <laughs> at least most of the derailment was at the end. <laughs>